0: Welcome. This is the Evolvepreneur Secret Show for Entrepreneurs, and I'm your host, Brian Silverthorne. And it's always my mission to help entrepreneurs make the difference they want in their business and to meet the challenges of startup growth or relaunch. And today we're going to dig deep with our guest to uh, uh, get you the best concepts and strategies to help with your business. And our special guest today is Jenna Zhang. And Jenna is a serial entrepreneur with a very interesting background, which we'll get into during the show. Welcome, welcome to the show, Jenna.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Happy to have you here. Always like to meet new people and learn new stuff. Mm-hmm. So, why don't you uh, give us a little bit of your of your backstory and and uh, where you got to today? What your current focus is.
1: Current focus is StaffNet, so um, I, oh, I'm i a co-founder of a work optimization tool to essentially help small to medium businesses automate their day, much like what you do with your automations, in terms of just simplifying um, Their day overall, right? So we want to make sure that we're leveraging our time efficiently. And me, myself, I struggled as a small business back in 2018. And um, we owned a cleaning business at the time. It was a side job. I had my full-time job with the federal government here. And then what I found was I was just doing so, so much admin work on the evenings and then weekends that I basically was stuck. I couldn't move my business forward and seek other clients and stuff because I was constantly trying to catch up. So in this game of catch up, we ended up just kind of staying in the same kind of vicious circle with our business. And we didn't really move the needle forward at all. So then we met up with some developers and created a platform that was best suited for us because by no means did we reinvent the wheel with employee scheduling, inventory, CRM, all those things and platforms exist on the internet nowadays. It's a pretty saturated market, but we didn't find the perfect tool for us. So that's where we went to the developers and we said, you know, this is the wireframe that I would like to see. These are the key features that I need to see. And basically from there, um, they put together a quote for us. We went forward with it and we decided to basically just create this platform for ourselves, for our small business at the time. Fast forward to a year forward and we're in the midst of doing some testing in it with our own company. And again, we were just creating it for ourselves. And there was some aha moment along the way that if we were struggling as a small to medium business to find a platform that was – cost effective, that had all of the key features that we needed to automate our day, you know, other people are probably struggling as well. So then we wanted to launch a beta test to see, again, if the market is too saturated for this. We ran a beta test for people all over the world. We found testers via LinkedIn. So it was really, really interesting. Um, And we were able to launch in October of 2021, last year. And since then, we've helped over 200 clients, actually. So it's really exciting.
0: Well, that's excellent. That's excellent. Yeah. So, um, so what's your ideal client look like and, and how do they find you currently? What's working best to, uh, to get people to visit you?
1: Yes, yeah, so our ideal client is a small to medium business. We're definitely in the service sector, so we have the scheduling Employee scheduling, I should say, like I mentioned, and they have the check in and check out. So, this is really made for remote teams on the road, deskless teams, where, you know, as an admin or business owner, you need to be able to oversee. Multiple people working different shifts at the same time. So, you know, we're talking HVAC, plumbing, cleaning, like ourselves. We've definitely been in restaurants as well. So anybody with an employee can definitely utilize this. Um, but that those that's generally where we end up is the service sector. How we find people is pretty interesting. Because when we first launched, we thought, okay, the proper way to launch is we're going to have to pay for marketing. So we paid... A lot of money for marketing. We did radio ads, we did paid promotion um, through different media outlets here where we are, and it was very much localized. And it did pay off a little bit, but since then, my marketing budget ran pretty, pretty slim. And so I kind of had to become very resourceful because we are a startup, we're bootstrapped, so we don't have any investors or anything like that. So I started doing organic marketing. What does that look like that's content creation on social media that's guesting on podcasts like this um showing up on linkedin and creating um, connections and you know people through that will endorse you if they like your product overall um you know different things like that blogging seo so we had to get really creative we are a small team so um it's become a full-time job, but it's really, really interesting. And that's how we reach out. So we reach out client to client, essentially. So it's, um, it's very um, intimate, if you will. So it's been really cool so far.
0: Oh, great. Great. So, um, so this is, you're, you're now full-time in this or are you still with the government as well?
1: Yeah. So I'm full-time now with this, which is really interesting. Um, I never would have imagined that I would be in tech and that I could actually go out on, my own in my own business so yeah doing this full-time since um since October pretty much yeah I just kind of jumped with both feet in
0: well good good.
1: yeah sink or swim <laughs> yeah,
0: sometimes you got to do that yeah. well we you know we all know that business success is about growth it's uh, you're either growing or you're shrinking I guess there's no status quo but uh um, sometimes it's uh, a little bit difficult so uh what are your plans for growth uh, over, the, say, the next 12 months?
1: Yeah, over the next 12 months, I'd say we'd want to reach close to 500 to 1,000 more customers. Um, and then through that, we've actually been doing consulting. And that was kind of a happy accident. We basically said in one of our email marketing Um, workflows that you know if you want to reach out for any tips or tricks and this could be subscribers or actual clients that are receiving these emails um, reach out to us ask us a question you know we'll tell you to the best of our knowledge what's worked for us and I just love to connect with people and have a quick chat and see you know what kind of knowledge can you give to me and vice versa right so, yeah, basically, we started doing this consulting thing. It's totally free. Um, and I'd like to see that grow. Not that we would start charging for it because, for me, um, that kind of defeats the purpose to be of service. So I want to continue that and grow that with my team so that we can have these 15-minute chats with these entrepreneurs and grow our community even more so so we're a little bit more tight-knit um, and just, yeah, have StaffNet grow as Um, a brand that people recognize because we are still very, very, very new.
0: Right. Well, you mentioned these chats with entrepreneurs on your own. Have you ever thought of turning those into podcasts because you're talking with potential clients, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, we're talking with potential clients and um, people who are already clients, essentially. So it doesn't really matter where they fall. It's the same kind of guidance we will give as much as we can, um, we'll provide as much value. But no, I've never thought about the podcast avenue. I've definitely guessed it on podcasts, but I don't know. Uh, I don't know if I'd be a good host. That's a good question. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well you're you're certainly pleasant enough and if you're curious enough to ask the right questions which i'm sure you do when you're mm-hmm. when you're doing your consulting true. work because you have to ask, ask questions before you can uh can offer any advice of any kind so this is true i don't think it would be all that tough yeah yeah it might, be, <laughs> it might be something to consider yeah so what what do you uh what do you consider the biggest roadblock right now if any that you need to run around or jump over to? Uh, to get to your vision, say in the next 12 months?
1: I would say getting in front of as many people as possible. You know, organic is great and it's working really well for us. It's kind of um, panned out tenfold in terms of, you know, the resources that we're putting out and then the reaction that we're receiving from people. So it's working out really well and the conversion rate is great, but there's only so much of me and my team so especially for like a growing team it's hard to get in front of as many people as we would like so i think that's a big roadblock right now how can we optimize this organic marketing as much as possible so that's pretty much where we're at we're trying to be a little bit more creative
0: okay yeah it's it's uh it's all about uh creating opportunities and the more volume you have to engage in conversations which lead to relationships which lead to potential new business the better you can. So if there's a, a way you can uh, magnify that and multiply it, uh, that's that's the best way it works. So so how, how do you uh, monetize what you're doing now? Do people pay a subscription or some other method?
1: Yep. So there's the subscription. Um, I'm really proud. We do have a freemium account. So again, we're very much all about service because initially StaffNet wasn't created to Go to market. So we want to really help out, like the little guy, if you will. So from users one to four, it's a free account. They get free access to all of the exact same features the other tiers do. Five to twenty-five is a subscription, and then from twenty-six to fifty is a subscription. So um, those two are paid, but we do have a freemium account right now. So that's how we monetize at this point.
0: Okay, great. So you you have a pretty good uh, email list for your? clients and potential clients to keep them up to date and see if you've got any new and fancy bells and whistles that you can offer them as you go.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So we have, um, I dove deep into the email marketing. I took every masterclass I could, every online course from somebody who I found was reputable and that I obviously engaged and connected with. And yeah, I just dove headfirst because I do have a VA and we have other people on our team, but I wanted to do it myself. I wanted to learn how to create an email list, but also engage with these people and really, um, target people, but also speak to them as well so that, you know, they do want to buy into what we can do for them and they know that we can be of service. So we've grown our email list from zero to over 500 people at this point. And this is from people landing on our website and just subscribing to our blog, which I still write myself as well. So it's really fun to be able to connect with our audience that way. And then people who are our customers as well.
0: Okay. Well, good. So you're, you're certainly uh, um, getting the word out there yes. and uh, well, you say that you're writing content. So it's, uh, it's uh, how well that message is delivered. That's, you know, going to pique the interest. And so it, you, do you like to create the con- content? Cause you mentioned blog and uh, email, yeah, that sort of thing.
1: Oh yeah. I enjoy it. I very much enjoy it. I'm definitely creative in that area. And I never, again, would have thought that writing was for me or, you know, just the online business was for me because I worked in HR with the government (laughs) Uh doing spreadsheets and, you know, my eyes going cross-eyed by the end of the day. And, you know, I'm writing this blog and I'm dealing with clients one-on-one and it's just, it's so refreshing and such a change and such a happy accident that I found my thing essentially. And so um blogging has become a really good outlet for me personally. I have a personal blog where I talk about all things being a mom, a wife, entrepreneur and trying to balance everything. And then there is the business blog on Staffnet's website where anything from my brain that, you know, I think is of value to an entrepreneur, I kind of throw it out there and see if people enjoy it. And so, yeah. so
0: good. <laughs> well good for you. Yeah. So uh is there? Yeah, that is quite a transition from from HR to the the world of tech and content creation to uh, yeah. to uh, uh, to grow a business. So, uh, good on you, as they say. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, you, you got anything like uh, all entrepreneurs, expect, especially bootstrapped ones, because I've done that in the past. That kind of keeps you up at night. So, repeat that. Do you have anything at all that kind of keeps you up at night? Oh, keep me up. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think the fact that it's online and it's nothing. I don't have a tangible product, right? I don't have this cup that I can offer you and ship to you. It's all online and we have servers that run everything. And so um, there have been times where, you know, we are at technology's mercy and something goes down and it's not working and then, you know, it's freak out mode. How do we put out these fires you know I'm contacting our developers team and they're amazing but not being in control I think is the best way to put it where you know you kind of have to relinquish control and like let people do their job which is rightfully so but at the same time things happen so you know just being okay and going with the flow with it so that definitely can keep me up a little bit
0: yeah yeah anything that you can't control directly uh, often can can create a pause, you know, wondering how it's going to happen. And I, I guess you, you just kind of have to develop plans and put them in place in case something happens. So if there's automatic workarounds or whatever it happens to be, but, uh, as long as you're paying attention, things can, can get, uh, c- can move relatively smoothly when, when, uh, the technology doesn't cooperate. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, If you had one of your clients that you were talking to uh, relative to the use of the service that you provide, what's kind of the best piece of advice that you would give them?
1: I would say automate your day as much as you can. There's so many tasks as being an entrepreneur. You're wearing several different hats. So as much as you can automate, you know, if that's schedules, that's client follow-ups, project planning whatever it may be team messaging do it because these little tasks add up to take up your whole day and then all of a sudden you don't have the time to work on the big projects that will actually move your business forward which is where I was you know when I first started in um, my cleaning business so I would say that's the biggest piece of advice automate your day as much as you can <laughs>
0: Okay, great. So, in do in doing what you're doing now and attracting the uh, the new opportunities as they come along, um, are are you meeting your revenue goals, or do you have specific revenue goals for the next twelve months or so?
1: Yeah, we've uh, we definitely exceeded what I thought that we would earn, which is really really cool. Um, but yeah, I think I was undervaluing what we could offer at the time and so we definitely need to reevaluate where we want to see that go in the next 12 months because yeah it just kind of blew me away what we've been able to accomplish so far and just the the feedback we've received from our community so far
0: well that's that that's absolutely wonderful not not yeah. too many people well it happens occasionally in business when you uh, your your expectations are exceeded but uh you never know. You, you just have to keep uh, monitoring and evaluating and improving, I guess, as, as you go. So I'm, su- I'm sure you have systems in place for that since you're big on automation. Automation. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. yeah. And especially with the cleaning business, it didn't happen that quick, right? So we were in, that's where we were in the mindset, the perspective of this is going to be slow. And we were just kind of ready for that ride. So um, it was definitely good news to hear that it was growing <laughs> faster than we had anticipated. But you know, like you said, in most cases, it's more of a slow build.
0: Yeah, right. So uh, you want to give us a little bit on uh, some shameless self-promotion here on <laughs> how people can can find you and, and give a little last piece of advice for our audience?
1: Of course, yeah. So um, you can find us at StaffNet on Instagram if you're hanging out there. We're on LinkedIn quite a bit. Um, and then for our website, we're staffnet.ca and that's where the blog is so you can subscribe or you can just go on and start a free trial as well so we have 14 days for free that we're offering at this moment where you can come try us on for size and see if we fit essentially our team is here to provide demos support anything that you need along the way to cater StaffNet to your business essentially
0: great well thanks jenna i i folks in the service industry ought to Find out how to find you and see if there's anything that 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 you can offer that's going to help them. It sure sounds like you would. And I appreciate you taking the time and offering your insight and being a guest on the show. So. Thank for, you. So if everybody out there listening to this just before you go, uh, uh, if you like this episode, we'd be very grateful if you'd offer us a little five star review. And if you'd be so kind, uh, please consider recommending this uh, podcast to a friend or two. And make sure you subscribe for future episodes at EvolvepreneurSecrets.show. And until next time, if you're an entrepreneur, make a start on your next great idea today. Thanks.